Ready? <laughs> oh, I'm ready, Shelby. Hey, book lovers. Welcome to another exciting episode of Miss Willa's Book Club. I'm Shelby. And I'm Jenna. We're your hosts, and we're excited to be here with you today discussing our favorite thing, books. Whether you're a fan of magical fantasy realms or a hopeless romantic, we have the perfect book recommendations for you. So grab your bookmarks and get cozy, because each episode we'll be discussing viral books on BookTok and Bookstagram. And don't forget that drink of the episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, hi, Jenna. Well, hi, Shelby. <laughs> Welcome back to Akamath or Court of Mist and Fury Part, part 2. two. <laughs> we had so many thoughts on this one. Yeah, lots of really good theories for us. If you haven't already watched Part 1, we recommend starting with that. Um, but with that, let's go ahead and get into it. Yay! Okay, I love it. Just as a reminder, if you have not finished all of the Sarah J. Mass universe, so that means all Crescent City, Throne of Glass, and Akatar, uh, we recommend finishing those before you listen to this podcast. There will be spoilers for all three series in this episode. Um, oh, yeah. So make sure to cover those first before you come back. Definitely. And on that note, spoilers from here on. <laughs> spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into it. Um, have you seen the theory that Lucian is a spell cleaver? Oh, I could see that too. I mean, I had some questions I wrote down too, just about his eye and mm-hmm. what power his eye might have. Exactly. Because I guess he like, Tamlin gave him the eye, but we don't know. Anything else? No, not in this book. No, but there's a couple times where, I don't know, people are just mentioning his gaze with the metal eye. Yeah. And the, so I'm like, I don't know, does it detect powers or bonds or lies or yeah what? Like, like it it does something because do? <laughs> farah asked him multiple times about the eye and what it does he's like oh you don't need to be worried about that <laughs> yeah basically but like when she gets back to the spring court immediately lucian is like i see you yes i what know saying. what you're doing yes and there um there's multiple times mm-hmm. where lucian kind of does that because i think when um when she when they're all first around the cauldron yeah. and Tamlin and Lucian walk in there's was something weird about how Lucian looked at Reese and Farah and so I feel like he also noticed in that mm-hmm. moment he's like oh they're mates like, oh yeah like he Definitely. saw that even if Tamlin didn't yep and so again I don't know if that's part of the eye you know yeah. giving him extra extra abilities to like spidey senses yeah Yeah, i don't know and then we also talk about how elaine is a seer Mm, mm -hmm. so wouldn't that be interesting to have the two seers together Mm -hmm. yeah it (laughs) it was interesting um reading this one after i know we've talked a lot about who do we think i know real mate is because obviously in this one in this book lucian claims himself as her mate and um she does look to him when she crawls out of the cauldron. Yes. However. And it was so, it was so apparent when she like comes out of the cauldron. He looks at her and she looks at him. And he looks at her. <laughs> he looks at him. <laughs> but yeah, and so, so he like comforts her when she comes out of the cauldron. And it seems like mutual. Like it doesn't mm. seem like weird. Yeah. It's ha- I'd say half mutual. You'd say She's, half. Well, because she does lean away from him at first. And then he gives her like the jacket or whatever. And, and then like, she kind okay. of is looking at him. But um, earlier in the book, I forgot how many moments there are of, like, interaction between Azrael and Elaine also. Yeah. Kind of in the same way that there's a lot of interaction with Nesta and Cassian. Oh, I was noticing the same exact thing. Like, lots of interaction where, like, they would look to each other for advice. They would look for each other for confirmation. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang. Or even, like, when Elaine is like, oh, how's you? Azrael is like, thank you. Or yeah. he even says something. I think he even calls her beautiful or something like that. Well, and Farah even makes a comment like in her own mind about how um, she thinks Elaine might even like 
uh, night court because, but she would have to talk to, you know, Azure or whatever yeah. to get away from the crazies, you know, something exactly. to that point. And she makes a comment about that too. Yeah. And Favor also makes a comment, and I want to say it's like at that same part where like, oh, they would fit really well together. Mm-hmm. And then she also says the same thing about Nesta and Cassian later when she's fighting Cassian and she's like mm-hmm. the same like Fire. silver and flames yeah. and steel. The same the silver and flames. <laughs> oh no, it was it was flames and steel is yeah. what she says. I was just <laughs> silver flames. I know, that's why I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. Flames and steel. Is that what she said? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, it is silver and flames. I am curious, but because we know since we have this overlap of uh, like the Moss universe, mm-hmm. we know that one, SJM has confirmed that people can have two mates, more than one mate, and she confirmed it in an interview. What? And oh my God. Two, we know that with mm-hmm. magic, mating bonds can be faked. So yep. there's art. I'm not sold, you know, that for sure that's the direction it'll go, yeah. but I think there are enough loopholes for Lucian to not be the final mate, whether yeah. it's fake by magic or, you know, she, he dies and she has another one, or maybe she just actually has two mates. I don't know. Oh my gosh. I so, didn't realize people could have two mates. Yeah. She said in an interview. <gasps> oh my gosh. Mm. That would be so interesting. There is a theory going around that Reese put the thought into Lu- like rewired Lucian's brain to be like, say she's your mate. She, say she's your mate. Oh. Yeah. Well, but his, I thought his powers were tied up to, oh no, because Farrah uh, had broken them. Mm-hmm. Farrah had already broken the shields. Was that before or after they went through the cauldron? I can't remember at this point. Hmm. But I can go back and look. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Right as Elaine comes out, Lucian, before he talks about anything about her being his mate, he goes, don't just leave her on the damn floor. And then he takes off his jacket kneeling before her. Mm -hmm. And so they were like face to face. Like, he's like, oh, you're my mate. Which is exactly what happened when Reese and Feyre, like, Mm -hmm. had, um, like, when they were trying to get escape under the mountain. Mm-hmm. And he, like, looked at her, like, directly in the eyes. He was like, oh, fuck, that's my mate. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, almost the same exact thing that happens here. But then, so, do you remember when Reese is talking about, in Chapter 54, everything that kind of happened under the mountain, which sobbing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's talking about how Amarantha had the same spells she had gotten from Highburn. Yes. Because she was one of his, like, soldiers or whatever. Yes commanders or something and he said that so much of my power was locked up that the only like the rest of my power that I had I used every single minute of every single day to shield out people from Valaris Mm -hmm. so even if his power is locked up he's still got all of this other power that he can do with but he doesn't let people know that Mm -hmm. and so I think that Unless it was, like, an extremely dire situation, like, Farrah's about to die, I think he's not going to show people that. And so, th- I still think there's a good, like, possibility that he could, like, go into Lucian's mind and be like, say, that's your mate. Hmm. Hmm. Who knows? Yeah. I'll keep my mind open to right? it. Right? I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if I now saw that. Yeah. Hmm. That would make yeah. things interesting, too. If he's the one faking their bond, basically, mm-hmm. by forcing Lucian to be like that. Exactly. Because, like, later on, Lucian is like, where is she? Where is she? Like, where, where is Lane? But then he doesn't go, like, like, Reese literally sends, like, I would break the world for you. I would, like, rip the world in half to come and try to find you. Lucian doesn't really do that. I got to, I got to read the rest of the books to remember. Yeah. Yeah, I got to be refreshed. Right. I'm like, maybe I'm just missing something. Maybe he is more adamant in the next couple of books to, like, find her. But I just don't remember. Yeah, I, I, I got to I gotta read, I think, the next ones to remember <laughs> on those ones. That, those are one of those I got to pause. Oh, yeah, feelings, definitely. I think. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, okay, one other thing I know that we were talking about mm-hmm. uh, maybe a couple of days ago. Yeah. Papa Archeron. Oh, my gosh. Yeah? What? was Papa Archeron doing on the continent? That came up multiple mm-hmm. times. And 
And we, now that we know that the continent, the continent is actually a different place on the map. So I'm an idiot. No, 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 but no. I want to know what he was doing because he comes up a lot as being over there and doing something with people. But the girls don't really know what he's doing. The girls don't really know what he's doing. I don't really remember that in Akavorb we find out what he was doing either. And there are some other key players on the continent that get brought up and yeah. we know so little about it. Mm-hmm. I really want to know what he's doing i know well the continent is so large so much larger than so much yes and we know so much about prithian we know that the the golden the queens come from the continent Mm -hmm. we know that there are mortar lands and fairy lands on the continent Mm -hmm. but if you look at the map there's not very much on it there's not very much i mean on it exactly but it's crazy because it's like where the queens are I don't, I think that that's actually in the fairy realm. I don't, I didn't think that that was in the mortal lands. You don't think they were that far south? Yeah, I thought they were like up north, like, but they couldn't have been below, above the wall. But we do know a little bit about Valahan, because isn't that where um, Draken and Miriam go? No, they're on an island. They're on an island. But that's where Ianthe goes <gasps> with her family when oh. they escape so that they don't have to go under the mountain. Okay. And so her and her mother and father and two sisters, yeah. is that what it is? She escapes before anything happens. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so that's another, it, that's what I'm saying. There's enough interesting comments about things happening on the continent. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just like a breeze, like, oh, they just weren't around. Yeah. Or if there's something important happening over there that maybe the people of Perithian aren't privy to. Yeah, that would be so interesting to like keep in mind because mm-hmm. I wonder if we actually learn more in Akabor and in Silver Flames about what's going on in the continent and we just didn't pay attention mm-hmm. to it in the first time. That's been a that's definitely been a big question of mine though. Yeah, me too. Me too for sure. Especially after like the mortal queens come and talk about the continent and Papa, Papa Archeron. Like there's mm-hmm. multiple times where he is like either sending things to the continent or he's going there himself and he's gone for a very long time Mm -hmm. or when he comes back with Faye help that was interesting how'd you find that we'll talk about that in the next book yeah (laughs) i can't wait (laughs) yeah i he's got he's got more going on than i think we realized oh he definitely does he definitely does there's a lot going on that's crazy another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Um, did you notice that the book of breathing, so you have the two halves of the book, right? Mm-hmm. Which brings me into like a couple of topics. Mm-hmm. So you have That's two exactly halves where of the I book. was going to go, by the way. So oh my. That was good always, timing. We're always on the same page. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice that it called Feyre the princess of carrion? That where? basically means shit, doesn't it? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Carrion? I th- I'm pretty sure carrion means like Where did shit. he call her that? When she like is first talking to it, and it's like I know you, Princess of Carrion. No, I'm pulling it up. This <laughs> week. And so, at Lady of Night, assuming that's Vera, yeah, Fanged Beast. I'm assuming that's Nesta and Trembling mm-hmm. Fawn. I'm assuming that's Elaine. But that's where uh, those are the ones that I had. But I did think those. I'm. Those conversations with the book were interesting. Yes, I absolutely, I thought they were so interesting. And because they also talked about how putting the pieces together, um, you know, was going to be so bad and it was going to bring some, you know, have such a blast of power that it was going to draw all sorts of things that had been slumbering. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder what creatures are going to come now that the book is together and together oh, yeah. with the cauldron and stuff too. Well, and then how. I was getting so angry when they're like at the cauldron and she puts the books together. I was like, yeah. <gasps> don't do that was the one thing that you were not supposed to do. And you mm-hmm. freaking did it anyway. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, I was getting very angry. 
like what the hell but not many people have the ability to wield them anyways because they have to be made right to be able to use it use the book isn't that what they kept talking about with like calls to like that only people who are made could use the book so really only Amran and Feyre that we know of and um Jurian I guess yeah I didn't think that it was I think it was like calls to like as in like they can like they can like wield the powers of it but I think other people could still like use the book but not like not in the capacity that like made could like because hmm. when they talk about like the feet of the cauldron and stuff like when it's all together like the cauldron calls to Feyre but I don't I think that just gives them like a different kind of relationship rather than mm. like the ability to use it or not oh no not the cauldron the book specifically i thought that's why it was so important that it, it was Farah and that Farah was willing to do is because amarin and Farah were the ones who were made as was the book well amarin was the only one that could read it because it was in that old language which that old language do you think it was word marks maybe i have had that question too for sure I also thought it was interesting that the Book of Breathings nullifies Amran's power in the same way that's supposed to nullify the cauldron's power. Hmm. That's interesting. And that the cauldron was supposed to be, like, where the world was created and magic is contained and pure energy and all these things. Yeah. And th I think that's part of why I have this, ooh, could Amran be more god level than just mm -hmm. a creature level? That would be super interesting. And when... Amran first goes to read that, like, the book. She, like, gets really uncomfortable mm -hmm. when she's like, oh, my God, this language hasn't been spoken in over 5,000 years. And mm -hmm. she's like, I don't even know if I remember this language. Mm. I think it might be word marks because Farah talks about how it looks like it's different markings. Mm. I was like, that sounds like something else we kind of know. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's interesting. I really want to find recalls for the Princess of Aria. Okay. I'll wait. Mm. It was the cauldron that calls her Princess of Carrion on 586. Mm. Oh, no. No, no, no. The paper trembled as I pulled the book from my pocket as my fingers brushed the half of the book inside. Sweet-tongued liar, lady of many faces. Yes, you see now, Princess of Carrion. You see what you must do. The other one. Bring the other one. Let us be joined. Let us be free. Lovely girl, beautiful bird, so sweet, so generous, together, together, together. Princess of Carrion. That basically means princess of shit. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, why did you call her that? Uh, maybe because of the whole worm thing. <laughs> That's where my mind would go. Or fake princess. She's not fake, though. I mean, she's a high lady. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I, I don't yeah. know. I just thought it was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, good. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, I knew that I saw it somewhere. <laughs> I wrote it um, what else? What else you got? I uh, also. What else? Did I have? Bone carver. We haven't <gasps> even talked about the bone carver at all. Oh, my gosh. We haven't even talked about the bone carver. So when they go to the prison and yeah. they're looking for the bone carver to try and answer basically how they can nullify the cauldron or more information about the cauldron and the book and and all that jazz and um what he's so interested in where Farah goes uh -huh. when she dies and it makes you wonder who is the bone carver looking for or mm -hmm. what world or realm were they looking for right because he's like was anybody else there yeah where did you go did you feel anything did you have a body it She's was a like, lot no. of questions. Yeah, the only thing Farah says is she had that tug mm -hmm. and she pulled back on it and saw through Reese's eyes and came back. Right. But I also thought it was really interesting when I was reading that part, I noticed that he asked Farah a lot of questions, right? Reese steps in and goes, okay, like you're done. You've mm -hmm. asked how many questions and he counts them out. He's like, you've asked her six questions. Like time to ask you. They only ask him two or three questions. They don't actually mm. ask him the six because it was supposed to be like a question for a question type mm. of thing. But like they don't get all the questions out. And so I'm like, did Reese 
go back without Feyre and ask him more questions later on. Ooh, that well, would be pretty wild. I, Yeah, that would be pretty wild, except that... Um, I was going to say because they brought Feyre because they didn't think that Reese would have anything interesting enough that the Bone Carver would share information. But then on the flip side, the Bone Carver also says, you're, you were always my favorite of your kin and like some other comments like that about liking Reese yeah. more. And those comments I also found a little bit odd. Because Reese made it laugh. And <laughs> he goes, tell me a secret nobody else knows. And yeah. he goes, my knee hurts sometimes. And he's yeah. like, oh my gosh. And like slaps his knee. And he's <laughs> like, you were always my favorite. Yeah. So he clearly has an affinity for him. Right. And But it kind of makes you wonder too then if he's comparing it to other Fae who have come there or other of like Reese's family who has come to right. ask questions. So clearly the bone carver knows a lot. Yeah. I've also heard, I'm going to wait until we read Crescent City Ooh. to dig in a lot. Mm -hmm. But I've heard some theories that maybe the bone carver is... Um, the God of Truth from Crescent City. So the God of Truth has been missing from <gasps> Midgard for eons, whatever, oh for a long time. And um, when they talk about the catacombs in Crescent City that mm -hmm. have been built by um, built by the God of Truth, it's like right. all made of bone and stuff, and it's all described really similarly oh. to uh, the Bone Carver's jail cell in the oh prison. Oh my gosh, yeah. And it's also the very first thing that Reese says to Farah is don't lie to him. Whatever you do, don't mm -hmm. lie to him. Which yeah, would kind of right. make sense for the God of Truth. Oh my gosh, that's so interesting. I found it really interesting that Reese had the calf bone of the Midgard worm or whatever. Or yeah, whatever it was. He had uh -huh. the bone, the last bone that she used to kill the worm. Mm -hmm. And she goes, huh, I didn't even realize. So Reese had this planned, right? So he knew right away what was going to happen. Like, I might need this someday. Mm -hmm. How cunning and conniving, Reese. Smart. Well, I mean, if you know that you're doing dealings with someone who is specifically interested in bones, that's a pretty interesting bone to keep. Yeah, but I thought it was really the fact that I thought was super interesting. Like, yeah, he got it. But like he brought fair. He's like, yeah, this is what she used yeah. to kill it in the first. And I was like, this was all set up. Uh-huh. You, you knew all this was going to happen. Oh, yeah. For sure. Which makes me wonder more about Reese's powers. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just so much that we don't know. Right. We don't see. We know. Well, and when they're walking into the Court of Nightmares, which, Ugh. oh, God, haven't what even talked about that. <laughs> but when... A spicy note. I know. <laughs> when everyone is waiting, you know, and then all of a sudden Reese walks in, and Farrah makes a lot of comments about, like, oh, he's, like, always has a handle on his power. Like, he, mm -hmm. like, almost never just lets it free like this. And mm -hmm. it, that's one of the only times that I think we really see Reese use his powers, or at least, like, let his powers kind of rest at full, Yeah, I don't know, go. Is when mm. he's got the, no, he didn't have the wings because nobody knows he has the wings. No. Crazy to me. Yeah. Nobody knows he's got these wings. But he does kind of let oh, the rest the of the shadows. power, the shadows. Yeah. Yes. And it's like the first time that it sinks in for Farrah, like, oh, shit, he oh, really damn. is that much more powerful than everybody mm -hmm. else. And he, like, keeps some of it on lock, mm -hmm. but lets other pieces out when mm -hmm. it's necessary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought that was really crazy. But also that scene. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Oh, even... That made me, like, blush. Oh, yes, that definitely <laughs> made me blush. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God, like... Okay, I think every girl loves, like, that slow teasing. teasing. <laughs> yes. And so when he just, like, kept moving his hands and she's, like, like thinks in her mind, uh -huh. like, oh, no, don't go further up. Like, you're going to notice. Yeah. And he's, like, it's okay. It's just your body reacting. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was so – honestly, that, like, it's just your body reacting was so sweet, though, because – yeah. You know, you have to remember what he was having to do for Amarantha. And he's like, you know, I was so good. I made her think that I liked it too. Yeah. And so he's remembering what his body had to do when he was not right. liking it. So I'm sure that was actually like a moment of respect that almost cooled it off for me at that moment. Did it? Yeah. But um, it was the leading up to that that oh. I was like. See that the, the quote made it even hotter for me mm. because I was like, he knows she's uncomfortable. And he's like, it's natural. It's okay. Like, yeah. let your body do it. It's, it's fine. Like My favorite was when she's like, why'd you stop? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. Why'd you stop? I was liking that. Yeah. 
that was that was the part oh that got gosh, me. I loved it. <laughs> when so they're both just like in their own little world, like touching each other. And then he's just sitting here with the glass of water. Like, uh, he's do like, Do you want this still? <laughs> like, can I look away? <laughs> I pictured him like on the stage, like literally holding it like this. The whole time. Yeah. <laughs> It was really funny. And I didn't realize how long he had been standing. A long time. He was standing there for a long time. Could you imagine that, like, they're standing up there and, like, everybody in the court is just, like, Watching. standing around this throne, just like, oh, man. Yeah. If, hey, the if you're that good. <laughs> if you're that good that you can take my mind out of the entire crowd of people watching me. All right. Snaps for you. Snaps also, for you. I forgot what she was like. Oh, so that comment about wingspan matching that. Oh that really my was god, true. that was so funny. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was cute too. Although there were a couple, <laughs> there's like just a couple lines in chapter fifty-five that are like just the tiniest bit cringe. <laughs> The, yeah, which one's for you? <laughs> for me, just because it was, like, felt too forced. The, like, oh, yeah, next time I'll take you up, up against the wall. So I <laughs> She's <just> like, <laughs> Just because I can't actually imagine that sentence coming out of someone's mouth. No! <laughs> so I read it this time. I was like, ooh. Oh, uh. Okay, that was a little much. Well, because later, <laughs> later, too, she goes, I thought, <laughs> she goes, I thought you were going to take me up against the wall. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're baking everywhere, and she's going to question that. I know. Like, you're going to oh really question where it is. Although the scene <laughs> where he was, like, eating her out on top of the, like, splayed on the kitchen yeah. table or whatever, like, with all the paint. His own personal I was feast. Like, wow. Wow. I loved that part. <laughs> yeah. I also liked when they're washing the paint off and the giant. I'm so oh, jealous yeah. of the giant The tub. giant bathtub. Me too. Really jealous of that. Me too. Yeah. Eventually, like, my final home will have that oh, with the jets and everything. 100%. I wish I had Faye power so I could keep it warm the entire mm, time. <laughs> yes. You got to get, they have those, like, fancy jet tubs that also, yes. like, heat the water, you know, so it keeps it warm. I would sit in there that. for hours. Yeah. I really would. Mm-hmm. Before Chapter 55, though, like, when they were getting all like sentimental and emotional in chapter 54 and he was telling her like everything from like under the mountain and how he felt and how he knew Mm -hmm. and how he still had to keep going Mm -hmm. that broke my heart and I know that that's like a very key like pivotal moment within the series like with Reese as this morally gray character but even like while I was reading it and like in the moment I had like tears streaming down my face yeah yeah, that was poor that Reese. Was t- had I know. went through so much. He went through so much. And like this kind of like full circle goes to back goes back to like how Reese is handling all of his trauma and yes. how Tamlin handled all of his trauma. And Reese is like, Well, I've been going through shit for the past how God knows who lo- how long. And it's mm. like he still is like able to put himself like in the passenger seat and let Feyre like handle her own healing, mm-hmm. which is exactly what she needs instead of being like this like giant protector. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Although on the healing side, one of my favorite tropes in this book. Oh, the soothe from the nightmare. I know how it comes for full circle. I know, and then she does it for him yeah. too. I'm like, oh. Mm. So because he does it for her yep. early on in the book, and mm-hmm. he's like, Feyre, Feyre, it's only a nightmare. And she says the exact same thing to him, mm-hmm. and she's like, it's only a nightmare, it's okay. And she uses her power to it's stop him. Yeah. yeah. It's like a calming night sky mm-hmm. that she does or whatever. Oh. And she, like, looks at him, and she starts to notice all of the tattoos, and she, like, notices, like, starts on his looking knees. down, too. She's like, oh, oh. okay. Everything beside that. <laughs> Wingspan. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Well, because then not after that, after they talk about the wings, that's mm-hmm. when he, like, tells her how sensitive, sensitive they are. I love what she calls ah! him a Lyrian baby. I think oh, it's my so funny. God. <laughs> Even in, like, the sexy time, she's like, I didn't know grown men were such a Lyrian babies. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> so man. what did you think about the one in scene? The what? Or like the one bedroom oh, yes. in. I forgot that that I know. happened in this book. I did not. That was That's so another funny. trope in here. I totally forgot that Akamath has Because when we were talking scene. about our favorite tropes and you're like, I don't remember that from Akatar. I didn't. I didn't at all. So yeah, that was a nice treat. Scenes. Yeah, I remember now. <laughs> when he's like, okay, that's another cringy That was part, the other though. one. He's like, like going to 
yell so loud that I shake the mountains mountains. (laughs) I'm gonna roar and shake the mountains yeah it was like um his growls of pleasure dropped out it was like it's like (laughs) (laughs) like I don't picture do you remember when we got super drunk and we were doing ledge and we were growling (laughs) oh my god in one of our previous episodes we spent 30 minutes doing ASMR and then growling into the microphones and most of it was cut out and so it's really funny if you have um, Red Ledge by Stacey I always forget her last name Stacey Stacey yes Stacey if you've read that book you should go listen to the episode because it's probably our funniest one we were trashed. We and were it very was drunk. So funny. Speaking of, what are you drinking tonight? Oh, oh yeah. Well, so I am drinking Miomi Pinot Noir, and Delicious. I figured it would be great since when you mentioned Night Court earlier, I was like, mm-hmm. look how dark this red wine is. It kind of looks like blood. Like, like Amarin. <gasps> uh, Cheers. This this <laughs> looked a little bit more violet in the um in the bottle. I love but it. But it's a Great raspberry <laughs> lemonade, sparkly. I love it. But it looked so that was for the violet eyes. Yes, because you're doing mocktails right yes. now. Yes. Yep. I love it. I love it. I was like, I'm bringing wine. It's been a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you should. Oh yeah, I love it. It's so funny though. But yeah, he he growls. Oh my god. The the growls just kill me. They do kill Especially me. Especially because like everyone kind of does them at one point, and I'm like. I know so many people on TikTok <laughs> have done it to where it's like actually supposed to sound like a growl, but I literally just like picture like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I could never take it seriously. I okay, but Gianni growled once. Oh, you remember that yes. uh, during the lunch episode? Yeah, <laughs> we totally cut it out, unfortunately. But he did. He definitely did, and we were. That like, wasn't that bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, let me just fan myself off really oh quick. My oh my god, that was the same night that he was doing the <laughs> in the, the door frame. <laughs> oh, what a goof! Oh my god, that was so funny. <sighs> so we've got the courtroom nightmare spicy scene. We've got the inn. I loved when he was like, "I can pleasure you, and I don't have to pleasure myself." Mm-hmm. Even though he's like hard as hell, and he's like, "Please don't touch me because I will come." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes, yes. Oh, God, you know what we haven't talked about at all? What? The cereal. Oh, my God. Our girl with the tea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Which, so, in our last YouTube video, have you watched it yet? I put up the... Picture? Yes. <laughs> nice. Of her, like, in the new cloak with the her. tea. He, him. Her? I don't know. She's our girl with the tea. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's got a gender. I'm just okay. gendering this. Okay. Fair. I'm misgendering it right oh. now. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> but Who knows? That's the cereal in that whole scene, though. <laughs> the end, it's like, oops. You XO, got XO, me. Got girl. <laughs> that was so funny. I, I think he, she was definitely caught on purpose. Oh, yeah. Like, oops. For sure. And Vera's yeah. like, no, 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 no. Just actually tell me. What, yeah. what am I supposed to be grabbing here? You got to be more specific right. than that. I love it because it starts to give, it, give her riddles and whatnot. Uh-huh. And she's like, no. And then he's like, on. oh, yeah, no. Like, your, your mate will hear your mate. faster if you, choose, if you chew on this. Your and mate. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, you didn't know? Huh? Oh. Wow. So well, interesting. Did I not say to stay with the high lord? <laughs> But okay, so now that we've read another book too, <laughs> yeah. what do you think? Do you think it was a like double meaning? I think it was a double meaning. Okay. Yeah. I still think it was a double meaning. Kind of like we talked about in the first one though. Yep. Like if she were to s- just like go with the course, the first book, yep. like you'll end up at the trials, you'll get there. And then now it's like, yeah, stay with this high Lord because this is your mate. This is your guy. Mm-hmm. Like this is who you have to stay with now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think it was double meaning. I loved that scene though. <laughs> and then too. she's just pissed okay did you think it was fair that she was that pissed at him for not sharing that no i didn't because like like we talked about this entire episode reese really just lets Feyre do her own healing yeah and at no point have they one really expressed their like interest for each other and as soon as they do he's like i was going to tell you like mm-hmm. this is what Literally, i was gonna tell you before like, i got, got shot, shot down the sky. <laughs> Yeah, and, and she was the one who had just said, I just want fun and distraction. Which, like, okay, heartbreak. Yeah, Rip my heart out of my chest. Holy shit, that hurt. Yeah. Especially because while she said it, I knew, because I read the book, I was yeah. like, I know what he's thinking. 
Mm-hmm. So that was really sad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it. I don't know. I think I think he was really waiting until she was ready to hear it, mm-hmm. and I think her immediately after she says, "I will never leave you," leaves him. Yeah, I was like, hmm. that was that was tough. Well, he's like all hurt and stuff too. Like literally can barely stand up. Like Cassian has to like lift him up. And I he's was like, Feyre, no. I was kind of pissed at at Feyre for too. leaving then. I thought and she that was stayed there unfair. for like a week. Yeah, she was there for a long time. I thought that was kind of unfair. I did too. Just casually painting horribly all up in the cabin. <laughs> I think it's so funny that everybody just assumes Feyre is a terrible artist. I It makes it so funny. It makes it so much funnier <laughs> when you think about the fact that she's just like painting all over this house. Mm-hmm. And everybody walks in and they're like, wow, oh. you're busy. Well, because oh. specifically says when she walks in, wow, you've been busy. <laughs> and it says that she just kind of like, walks in and just like looks around like uncomfortably <laughs> looks around she goes why did you paint Amron's eyes <laughs> That's the thing. it's like you could read that with so many different inflections <laughs> in your voice well add mine too <laughs> and then I love that more adds her stick figure too <laughs> oh. I thought that was so funny I pictured when more was walking around have you seen the movie daddy daycare when I, you've probably like seen the scene yeah. where he walks in and there's like pee all over the walls <laughs> and he walks in and he's like, <gasps> and it's like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like horror she, movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> where Moore's like looking around like, oh, what have you done? What have you done? <laughs> and everybody's just like, yeah, okay. Good job. I don't even think Reese comments on it when he first walks in. <laughs> I don't think he does either. Actually. He's just like, he's like, all right. Okay. Bang. Uh, yeah. Then bang. Yeah. <laughs> and then he tells her everything and he's like, so soup. And she's like, eat up, bitch. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. If you love me, then eat. I love that that's the meal, though, is a can of soup. <laughs> I know. When they say that, like, for, like, other people to have, like, It's like a whole festivals. big ceremony and yeah. whatever. Yeah. She's like, here, have some soup. <laughs> but it was right for them, so. I think so, too. I think it was really cute. And I love that, like. After that, they get, like, their time alone. But I did not remember how fast they go to Highburn. Same. The next re- freaking day. Yeah, I didn't remember that that was, like, such a quick turnaround from right. there. Mm-hmm. Well, and then they make her High Lady of the Night Court. But no we one knows. We never get a wedding. We don't get one even in Frost and Starlight or anything? We they just never, skip over it? Yes. Oh, also, so funny that in um <laughs> this book... When she's like, you know, I'm not taking the tonic. Every <laughs> fantasy book, you can't just say birth control. It's the tonic or the... The pregnancy tonic. Yeah, yeah. there's something, right? Yeah. Um, and she specifically says that she doesn't want to get pregnant yet. She's like, oh, well, I want to have time with you and, you know, experience life together and stuff. I but you get pregnant roll. like one book later. I don't want to hear it. And it's like the least exciting trope ever. <laughs> I love For me, the yeah. trope. Same. And I'm like, okay... We definitely talked about this when we were finishing this because it was like, bitch, you literally were just saying you don't want to get. And yep. Reese was the one that was like, well, if you ever want to do, yeah. I would love some kids. Uh-huh. And she's like, no, I don't want to. Yeah, It's not even a year later. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, that, that part was funny for me, too. Just knowing what's coming. Mm-hmm. Me, too, for sure. There have been um, some questions on TikTok. Mm. Because the bone carver is supposed to, he shows up as like a little boy, mm-hmm. right? And later on, we find out who that little boy is. But there have also been like really big questions because who she sees isn't necessarily how Reese is described. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering. But I thought it wasn't supposed to be Reese as a kid. I thought it was supposed to be their kid. Right. But so isn't it supposed to be a combination of their features then? Yeah. But doesn't she like. So the kid is described as like having like these icy blue eyes, icy blue violet eyes, right? And mm-hmm. then black hair, no mm-hmm. wings, and I don't I'm I'm missing a descriptor, but there's something in there yeah. that like makes it like questionable. Oh. And then later on the bone carver is like, Oh yeah, here's who it, who's that here's who that is. Oh, is it in the next book that he says who she's mm-hmm. supposed to be seeing? I'll yeah. have to watch for that then when we read mm-hmm. it this time. Yeah. Yeah. Because 
he shows up as Jurian to Reese. Yeah, which yeah. why do you think feels that random? Is? Yeah, I did not understand that. I didn't either. If like if you're showing up as a little boy for Feyre, and then you're showing up as Jurian, like maybe it's supposed to be like really important people that are like gonna like change your lives, but like. That's a good question. People you're scared of, maybe. I don't know. Maybe Farrah's scared of kids. Which is why she doesn't want to have kids in this book. I don't know. Maybe. I don't yeah, know. I that, is inter- weird. that is interesting. I kind of forgot that it was Jurian. I think because I know that Jurian dies and stuff in the next book. Mm-hmm. And same with some of the characters that yeah. um, die in the next couple <sighs> books, at least I've been out so far, that I, what? Do you think, well, do you think the little boy is going to die? No, I was just going to say, so I didn't pay as close attention to them because I oh. knew that they were going to be off at some point. They're going to be off. That's funny. Well, yeah. I'm trying to remember to use words that won't get us banned. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yep. <laughs> just, yep. We cannot use the M word anymore. No, can't use the M word. Yeah. We could say red rum. <laughs> yeah, red rum. That's what, should, <laughs> that's what we should use instead. Yes, red, oh red rim, red rim, red rim. <laughs> that was so funny. TikTok just like banned us for that one word. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was on their selected words. It was. I think. Yep. I, for some reason, was so much more terrified of the Weaver this time around. Me too. <laughs> like knowing what it is that she can do, I like pictured this like little old lady in a house, but then like the way that Farrah describes her was like young. Young, but with an old shriveled face. Yeah. Which is like, way creepier. Terrifying. And how Farah was just like so smart. Like when she went into the house, like I probably wouldn't have had that instinct to just like. Look for exits and whatever. Exactly. I'd just mm-hmm. be like, oh, I'm going to go in and just like grab this thing. And what does she go in to freaking get? Her own engagement ring. Oh, like <laughs> what? I understand that Reese like later talks about how his mother like made him mm-hmm. do it and mm-hmm. made him go put it in there because his his mate will be an equal and she'll be able to retrieve mm-hmm. it and whatever but <laughs> although whatever whatever <laughs> yes but that was pretty Seriously? traumatizing also that he's like so far away then she's out and she's freaking out and covered in stuff and he's like hey good job you did it and she has to, like, run, run, run away. And then he, like, winnows back in. Like, he was really far away. He was like, really boy, far, yeah. if you need me, I'll be here. He wasn't. Yeah, I was didn't like that either. Although it was interesting, too, because he said that um, the weaver shouldn't be able to notice you until if you didn't touch anything else. But as soon as she even touched the ring, then she noticed. But maybe it's just because the ring wasn't hers. But the ring called to her. Like, right, but it like wasn't hers, life. though. Like, she didn't put it there. Or it wasn't hers. It was Reese's, right? And so I wonder if that's oh. why it, she still noticed. So it just made me wonder if she always notices or if Vera truly had only touched things that, like, had been hers or then something. Then she wouldn't have noticed. Yet. I don't know. That oh, was, interesting. It's kind of interesting. Well, there is another point where um, – she, I think she either like cuts the weaver or Black something. Blood. Yep, that was exactly what I was gonna mm-hmm. go for. Because don't the witches from Throne of Glass are they blue blood? Who bleeds black blood? I thought Val bleed blood black blood black blood. Well, that's a really wow it's a tongue twister. Wow, blood black blood black blood. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, that was wow. one thing I was gonna have to watch for, her, um, but I'm mm. not gonna I'm not gonna reread Throne of Glass, so no, I don't have no, no time for that, so I don't I remember. Gosh, I. Gosh, now I don't even remember either. But yeah, that's it that's was interesting. Inter- it's it was notable, very notable, and very different. Um, mm-hmm. There's been a lot like on the note of Valg. Um, there's been a lot of comparison between Maeve and Reese. Kind of. I thought was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And like, so we know that Reese's mother and her, his sister, their heads were sent to him. But I think that they could easily be faked. Like deaths can be faked. And like, what if they're still alive? So who do you think faked them? Because um, didn't he, oh no, he wasn't there when no, they he wasn't. murdered. His heads were, the heads were just sent to him. Yeah, and the wings were in Spring Court. 
somewhere. He Don't apparently they retrieve them in the next book or something. I didn't think so. Oh, for some reason I thought I remembered retrieving them. I don't remember. I mean, maybe, maybe when we go back and read Akwar, we'll mm-hmm. we'll see that happen. But I don't I don't remember if they actually find the wings or not. But yeah, I mean, people can have their wings cut off though. They can, yeah, y- yeah. So I'm curious to like, what if some of Reese's family is there and we're just sent into another world, and so <coughs> Maeve mm. is trying to get back. Hmm. So you think Maeve is his? Mom, his sister, who do you think Maeve is really? No, I think family, maybe of some sort, just because oh, they but are not described. like immediately family. Or it could be his mom, or it could be his sister. There are lots of theories that his sister was maybe Azriel or Cassian's first mate. Oh, which that's interesting that's really and really sad. sad. That's really sad. Mm-hmm. I know. I wish we could know more about Reese's sister. I know. Because we don't really know that much about her. Yeah. But people have lots of theories about her. Yeah. I don't know that I'm sold that I think she's alive. But I'm hoping that maybe we'll learn a little more about her. Yeah, I hope so too. Because it definitely seems like she was really close with like Cassian and Azriel mm-hmm. more and everybody. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm. yeah. We don't know like anything about her. Not really. Interesting. But SJM does do a lot where she, like, gives you, like, hey, here's a character. Dribbles a little bit. Yeah, and then, like, really later on you find out, like, oh. They actually mattered. <laughs> they actually mattered. A crazy theory I just saw on TikTok t- today was the King of Highburn is, what's his name, Holland Hilliard? Oh, yes, the <gasps> younger brother of Dorian. Of Mm-hmm. I've seen that too. I was gonna wait until oh, um, until later, n- until the next book when we see a little bit more of Hybrid. Yeah, to try and compare. But again, it's hard because it's been so long since I've read Ex- Throne of Glass that I don't remember anything about him. Yeah, and I, I mean, honestly, in Throne of Glass, there really wasn't much about him anyway. Right. Other than he just like kind of looked like Dorian, mm-hmm. which like the King of Hybrid is kind of described like that. We just don't. All we know about his eyes is they're like unemotional. Mm-hmm. So and he's dark hair and ruddy skin. That's yep, all we know. That's all we really know. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I I'm curious about the King of Highburn too. But the King of Highburn dies in the next book, right? Yeah, from Elaine. Oh, ah, yeah. oh, that's right. So that <laughs> see, that's another reason why some of the characters that I know die off. Mm-hmm. I'm like, eh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like trying to just yeah. Well, I'm like trying to decide how much it's worth trying to compare them to the other universes. So I'm like, they're already dead. They already Will they died. be important? I don't know. <laughs> That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. One of the so two of the characters that are like literally my absolute favorite that I caught a lot of like character description on was Cassian and Azrael when they first when Feyre first meets them. Yep. And so she first says like both of them are tall, their wings tucked in tight to powerful muscled bodies covered in plated dark leather that reminded me of the worn scales of some serpentine beast. Identical long swords were strapped down the column of their spines, the blade beautiful in their simplicity. Perhaps I needn't have bothered with the fine clothes at all because she realizes like... Mm-hmm. The dress she was wearing was, was a, little a little too much. <laughs> and with Cassian, she says, um, he had shoulder length, Black hair shifting with the movement. He winked at me, which I think is so funny because <laughs> so it's so funny. Cassian. Yeah. There was something rough hewn about his features, like he'd been made of wind and earth and flame, and all these civilized trappings were little more than an inconvenience. <laughs> I'm like, that is such a good description for like a warrior. Mm-hmm. I loved that. But then for Azriel, she says, the second male, more classically beautiful of the two, even the light shied from the elegant plaints of his face, with good reason. Beautiful, but near unreadable. He'd be the one to look out for. The knife in the dark. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is Azriel going to be the one to, like, betray them? Oh. Because Feyre always has these notions, right, about, like, people when she meets them. And so initially when I was like, wait, why is she saying that he's going to be the one to, like, I think be the knife in the back? I don't think he's going to be bad. I think she was just sensing that he was maybe more dangerous than most people would realize because he's, like, less in your face than Cassian's yeah. strength. And I think she was more just seeing the danger for what it was. Mm. Maybe not that it was targeted at them. Okay. But I could see as in his shadows 
maybe like fishing out a um like traitor in the midst or something like that, Ooh, that i could see that really coming out mm-hmm. that'd be really interesting mm-hmm. and then something else he carries is truth teller yeah let's talk about that holy yeah. cow i know well in this book we hear only minimal about it only that he has it yes. everybody's scared of it clearly Every, yeah. and i'm that like it, why it's a sword it's a yeah that it has the um the runes on the handle the runes but it says that it's later on i realized it also says that it's um like illyrian runes though which mm-hmm. makes you wonder if illyrian runes are similar to word marks or something yeah um but yeah truth teller is supposed to belong with like this star sword or whatever that is in yes um, um crescent city right i don't remember the oh name my gosh right what now. was it called i don't remember either i'll have to go back when we read crescent city we're gonna be like Aha. right but they're like a pair that goes together is, yep. is the impression i've gotten from that but i'm kind of like that's another one i'm kind of waiting till crescent city because mm-hmm. i think that after akawar and crescent city i'll like maybe be able to blend that a little bit yeah. better than i cannot memory <laughs> right i know i one of the things that i thought was so interesting about truth teller though is because they talk about these runes right mm-hmm. and they're i just really think that there's going to be like the runes are some sort of like word mark or something because in multiple times in this book we're given these big markings like it was a different language in the book and they looked like these symbols and then we have the runes on truth teller and she hadn't Farah hadn't seen anything like that up to this point mm-hmm. but then if you remember back to akatar when she talks about the entrance to their cottage all up on the wood mm-hmm. were markings and i'm like okay papa archeron why did you have word marks on your door right like what if instead of like going to the continent or whatever what if Papa Archeron was traveling to other worlds? Mm, that could be cool. I mean, we don't know anywhere about where he's going. Sh- sure could be. I know. That would be so interesting. Pretty much any time I see runes written in here, I just yeah. assume it's word marks. Me now. too. <laughs> Me too. It's like probably not really true, but that's kind of what I assume. But I didn't think that until I read Throne of Glass. Mm. And it was so apparent because the first thing she uses too is she says runes. And then she talks about like the symbols and whatnot. And you find out then they change the wording to word marks. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think the same exact thing. Every mm-hmm. time I see that in the book, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're using word marks. They're going to other worlds or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, definitely. Oh, my goodness. So we noticed when Elaine comes out of the cauldron, when she goes in, she's like, no, no, no goes into the cauldron, comes out, and she's just, like, disoriented. Mm-hmm. And part of me thinks that she was already starting to, like, see things, and she just, like, doesn't know what to do with herself. Mm. And, you know, we talked about how her and Lucian kind of, like... Have a moment. Yep. But then, like, Azrael is always also, like, hey, wait. Mm-hmm. When Nesta goes in, she... I picture her like yeah. giving the finger. middle finger, yeah. But I love all of like the fan art. It's so just, funny, like, pointing, yeah. It's like just, just the hand above, yeah. <laughs> so funny. And Farah goes like she she talks about how she's always been like something made different, whatever. And so yes. she knew when she goes in and she comes out, she took something from that cauldron. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what she says when she comes out. She said she took something from that cauldron, mm-hmm. something that it did not want to give. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we hear more about it in the next book too. Oh yeah. Of um, what it gave Elaine versus what Nesta took. Oh, and I cannot wait. I think I can't decide if Akamath or Akabor is my favorite. Well, Guess, guess you'll find I out know, soon. I guess you'll find <laughs> out. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but we're yeah. leaving leaving off this one with Farah back in the spring court. Yeah. This Trojan horse, you know, oh going to kill gosh. from within. And oh my god, it was so like cringe though, having to watch her pretend to like Tamlin again. Ew, and I don't remember if they ever like do anything. Uh, no, I don't think that they do. Oh, it's I pretty gross so still. Grossed out. Ew. Yeah. So I hope Ugh. not. Ugh. But yeah, so she's like basically going to like break everything from within. Mm. Yeah. What was your favorite part of this book? This one? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they're, I don't know. It's, there's like different types of favorites, right? Oh, like yeah. one of the standout <laughs> moments, I think, was um, a little bit into when Farah and Reese are like starting to kind of have this thing going on and 
there's a couple scenes with the writing of notes that are like oh, I love that. super flirty and mm-hmm. stuff that are just cute like they just make yeah. you kick your feet right so that is really sweet um but from just like impactful moments i think when more comes to save her after the doors have closed it's oh, just yeah and that she's like locked in the house that is like so memorable like it's not a positive moment but it's Definitely. just like you are so in her head and you feel so like frantic with her yeah so that i think that that scene is like, it's sad to say that's my favorite, right. but it is a really good scene, I think. We didn't really talk about that scene. Holy cow. Yeah. When Mork, she, like, basically wraps herself in darkness and scares everybody in the house. Yeah. And Mork goes and gets her. Mm-hmm. Because Reese can't, so basically start war. Right. Mm-hmm. And I love that they had that loophole that she could get her. Yeah. And she's like, you're safe, you're safe. Yeah, you're free. You're free. No, she says you're free, you're not free. you're safe. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> gosh yes but if you were tamlin wouldn't you think if you came home and your to-be wife was gone gone, don't you think that like he would actually think she was taken yeah except that um she writes a letter like a day later right but don't if if that if i received that letter and i was in tamlin's position i'd be like oh you were forced to write that yeah that's not from you and that's probably why you don't know how to read or write well and that's why he believes that um you know, Reese had some control over yeah. her mind, right? It's because of that. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the fact that Reese at the very end, like never acknowledges he heard what Feyre said. He just goes along with it. Mm-hmm. So she's just like, go along. He just gets it. it. He just gets it. And he's like, oh side. my God, my head. Oh my God. <laughs> How'd you do it, girl? <laughs> I actually, I laughed so hard during that scene. Even though yes. I was even like though was sobbing yeah. and I was like, <laughs> Because I was like, he's like, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, like it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh my gosh. It's That's good so though. Funny. It'll be yeah. It'll be int- fun to start off Aquavor with Her taking ins- down Springport yeah. from within. That'll be fun. Oh yeah, I'm I'm so excited for that part too. I think my favorite part of this book was chapter 54 when he mm. was like explaining like how long he's known mm-hmm. and like all of the, like the different perspectives that you get from his point of view. I mean, mm-hmm. it's still from Ferris' point of view, but like all of his POVs from under the mountain mm-hmm. and just how how meticulous everything that he does is. Mm-hmm. I thought that was super impactful. I too. know. I think Chapter 54 is really underrated. Everyone remembers yes. chapter 55. Because it's spicy. But without chapter 54, chapter 55 does not mean as much. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Like if we didn't have all of this slow build, mm-hmm. which we've kind of talked about earlier, like the different loves and the different types of like friendship and relationships mm-hmm. that people can have. And I feel like before Feyre ever realizes that like, Reese is going to be a lover. She wanted him to be a friend first. She did. Yep. And even while she's proclaiming her love for him, she said, you are my friend. Mm-hmm. And I love that because that is what I want in a partner. Mm-hmm. And so seeing that was just so impactful. Like you are my partner first. Mm-hmm. So I loved mm. I know. Yay. I well, love it. I loved it. Love this book once again. Gosh, me too. Just so many things I didn't see. Yeah. The first time. So many things I'm going to be watching for. So many questions Mm -hmm. for the rest of the series too. Yeah. 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 I'm excited to see where it goes again. (laughs) Me too. Which is so funny. Like I know like the the main high points that are going to happen, but like Mm -hmm. how many things did I really miss reading this the first time? I feel like I don't actually remember very much of Aquawar. So really. Yeah, it'll be good. I just remember like one big scene and I'm like, okay, what else happened? Nothing. (laughs) Nice. Good. Well, awesome. awesome. Thanks for uh, joining us again this week. Make sure to give us a review or subscribe if you want to keep seeing us put out content. Yes, we're having so much fun. We like so much fun with all this Akatar content too. Mm-hmm. Like to finally be in on the conversation with yeah. like our own views and like bringing in theories that we hear from everybody else. So if you have any crazy fun theories, like send them over. We love it. Mm-hmm. We'll feature you in the podcast. We'll we'll give you your like people's names if mm-hmm. if you would like us to. We can always keep it anonymous too. But yeah, this is so fun. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> have a good night. We'll see you guys mm-hmm. next time. <laughs> Oh,
Thank you so much for joining us on Miss Willow's Book Club Podcast. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Miss Willow's Book Club Pod for our upcoming reads. Keep, Keep it spicy, book lovers! <laughs> <laughs>